0: The World Tournament of Soccer kicks off next week in Qatar. And to make sure you're up
1: to speed, we present Qatar Kickaround. All this week, the Kickaround guys are providing a primer of episodes for those watching their very first world tournament or anybody
0: who just wants to learn more. And group previews all the way from A through H
1: and predicting how they'll turn out. Will the U.S. even get out of their group? Will we get a surprise first-time winner? Or will we get the storybook ending of Messi finally lifting the trophy? Andy, Peter, and Lars are your soccer friends from the group stage to the final, all available at thekickaround.com or wherever you listen.
0: One of the things about this show that has fascinated both of us, I think, is no matter what somebody has accomplished, Everybody has a really fascinating yeah. backstory, which is, to me at least, as interesting as whatever it is you know, whatever business or whatever thing they're the leader of. Uh, and and she was certainly um, uh, she she was certainly the same. She had a really fascinating backstory, and she gave us a happy.
1: She called yeah, it. Oh man, uh, which I haven't figured out yet, but is awesome. It's a pack like yeah, a cool a like pack. a big cooler backpack. Yeah deal yeah. but it's got like a radio or yeah. a something in it that had not set out long up. enough to figure it out it's and, bluetooth uh, i was telling her that uh, part of me is pop tarts the other part of me is coke yeah uh so both of those products uh mean a lot to me yeah. you know so uh well she uh, she they gave us uh waters
0: right so yeah in fact we have them monster right now. energy dasani 100 yep. recycled bottle uh they gave us a monster energy a, a coca-cola uh, coffee yeah kind of concept it's an energy drink That's and awesome. by the way we reminded ourselves as we were leaving that we're really really bad at taking photos
1: it's awful we that was a great opportunity to get something to put on the website and social media and we didn't do it we're
0: we're on top of red mountain we're commenting about what a beautiful view and day it is how great
1: a picture would look from up here (laughs) and then we didn't do it so uh but yeah the other thing i want to get her husband on he builds uh screen screen rooms rooms, uh basically apparently from montgomery up to huntsville so uh, and i need one yeah i wouldn't mind talking to him and i think a lot of people wouldn't mind hearing what he has to say so Uh we need to absolutely corner him. Uh man, congrats to Troy University. They broke ground yesterday on their uh, future home of the Center for Material and Manufacturing Sciences building. So oh, yeah. uh they're getting some new stuff down there. That's awesome. That sounds construction related. So that's uh that, that's interesting yeah. for Troy. And uh, Smith and Wesson, how about this? They celebrated the their uh, their company's anniversary. You know, they're building their new headquarters, moving from New York Uh, down to Tennessee and that Maryville, uh, which is kind of near Knoxville, Gatlinburg area up there. And I bet that's going to end up being, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but if they have like a tours, I bet there's a lot of people that do that, but, uh, well, the photo looks amazing. Yeah, it really does. And they're trying to get into it by July, I think of next year into the office part with the manufacturing kind of center coming on after that. But they started that company yesterday in 1856 Wow, with a 30 six hundred dollar investment and that's grown into you know smith and wesson and what you know with them i wonder what thirty six hundred dollars was uh you know what? what's the
0: equivalent today back in 1856 i mean it was actually well it wasn't the it same was, as 3600 today but yeah. it still is a, a modest investment given yeah. the 125 million what, dollar what investment that company became yeah, yeah. you had zach had wisdom teeth pulled and he he gave you an interesting little tidbit about a choir
1: yeah well the funny thing he had his wisdom teeth out yesterday that's my oldest son and uh so he comes home and first off it was uh, a lot of fun because you know he's still kind of lit up from the gas yeah, or whatever they sure. give to you and so he he meets me at the door uh joanne had taken him and i had had taken vince to school and all but we meet back and he's coming in and uh he's serenading me with uh, play that funky music white boy yeah, and uh right, right. and a, a little dance so yeah. he was feeling pretty good and uh but he gets in and he then he starts telling me this story about the Miami Boys Choir, okay? just out of the blue, which I've never heard of yeah. in my life. But uh, he was telling me something that they're 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 a Jewish group, uh, and all this. So I was like, okay, well, I was like, no, that really, I don't understand. So I go look it up, and it's and it was actually a really interesting story. Uh, This guy, I forgot his name, but he um, he was he had had apparently some hits with a boys choir while he was studying at the yeshiva in Toronto. Okay, okay. and so then he went to Miami and formed a boys choir. Okay, and uh, as his backing group. Okay, so imagine like a boy band, but like he's the star, and then you have you know the choir behind you. So. Uh, that, they apparently had some success in certain circles with like that. In the 70s. And then the late seventies was when all this was happening. So, you know, it's kind of faded in and out of obscurity, I guess, over the next couple of decades. But this is what's the amazing part. TikTok. He, he put a TikTok account together earlier this year and apparently yeah. they are just, just exploding. Gone viral. And that's where Zach had heard from them <laughs> was, uh, in this day and age. Uh, Cause I'd never heard of them. I, I was around in the seventies yeah, and I yeah. didn't know who they were, but, uh, TikTok has made these people super popular again. That's How about interesting. That? And he also hijacked Miami, though. He was only in Miami for like two years. Then he went back to New York, but oh. he still called it the Miami oh. Boys Choir. Can
0: you do that? Yeah, he did. Good grief. There's people who are being sued right now for Texas Pete not being made in Texas, and he's doing that. Yeah. Good uh, but
1: uh, like I said, pretty interesting story. Uh, the, uh, another thing here uh, that I thought is pretty cool. First off, I think it's like one of the coolest posters I've seen. But oh, the. Yeah. Uh, The Alabama Cattlemen's Association is who was promoting it. But the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, they're having their, you know, annual uh, trade show and get together in New Orleans this time. But Taylor Sheridan, you know, the guy that's the mind behind Yellowstone in 1883. Yeah. Sicario and all the stuff he's doing, the four sixes. Uh he's the like the the headline speaker at this thing. So if you want to go check uh out the trade show or to hear Taylor Sheridan, yeah. it would be good it would be good. But their poster is awesome. Uh they say the get, Rodeo Clown. Yeah, get jazzed in New Orleans, but they got the Rodeo Clown dude with uh blowing the trumpet. That, yeah. that's a that's a good graphic. Yeah,
0: yeah. somebody did a good job. Yeah, but that's that
1: February uh first through the third down there. So if you're looking for a reason, and I love their uh their time period for their big blowout party, yeah, uh, just says from eight till real late. <laughs> eight till real late. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, you remember Huffstetler's
0: over in Homewood? Yep. It's uh, kind of at the the curve there yeah, on Central Avenue. Been there forever. Avenue.
1: Well, or, or Huffstetler's. Yeah. Been around.
0: Well, it shut down unfortunately, but uh, but it was sold on Halloween. Uh, to On the DL LLC. That's kind of an interesting little name anyway. Uh, but it was sold for $2.3 million, twelve, well, basically 13,000 square feet there. It's going to be re-landscaped, reconfigured, but it's going to be uh, multiple retail and office there at, at uh, Huffstutler. So a historic building will be maintained but repurposed over there
1: in Homewood. Well, man, I want to circle back real quick uh, th- the four sixes ranch. Okay. Yeah, you know, is, yeah. th- th- there's a show coming out about it again, Taylor Sheridan. He has now been successful enough. He bought the four sixes ranch oh, in he Texas. Did. Yeah. Uh, grief. uh, he may have a partner, but that ranch is apparently so large. It occupies an entire County, <laughs> in Texas and then spills over into other counties. Gee whiz. But, uh, so he is the county he, seat. Yeah. I mean, think about that, but he, uh, the coolest thing on this, uh, the reason it's named the four sixes, or at least according to the thing I read was, uh, the guy that originally got it wanted it in a poker game with really? four, four sixes. sixes. How cool Holy is that? Cats. Uh, uh, wow. I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, but, uh, that is. Well, it makes you
0: wonder where the four sixes came from. Yeah, that's yeah. unbelievable.
1: Hey, the stallions, Birmingham stallions are coming back. Uh, kickoff is going to be April 15th at Protective. We're yeah. defending the title. Yeah, we are. Uh, won it in year one. So uh, they're doing it a little different this year. We're going to yeah. have the New Orleans Breakers with us still in town this yeah. year uh, down at the Sheridan. So, yeah. uh, so the not, ta- not the whole league, but just the Breakers this well, the, year. Well,
0: the Tampa Bay Bandits are no more, but yeah. they are. But they're just renamed and they've moved. Uh, to Memphis. They're now the Memphis Showboats, and so the Memphis Showboats will be there uh, along with uh, the Houston Gamblers as the South. They'll they'll play their games out of the Liberty Bowl. I've got to think there's going to be two more announcements then for two uh, uh, destinations for the North Division, but what's interesting is the XFL is kicking off February 18th, and they just did their drafting, and uh, Slaughter, the uh, the quarterback from the New Orleans, yeah, the Breakers for last year, and Perez, the quarterback for the Generals. Uh, they were drafted into the XFL, and my wonder was whether the XFL's season will end soon enough that they can go play in the USFL. It doesn't look like that's the case. It'll be ten regular season games for the XFL, two yeah. playoffs, and and then a championship game. So that'll go into to June probably. So I, I guess did, they're going to flat say out when compete. they're kicking
1: off. They're kicking off February 18th.
0: Yep, February 18th. Yeah, yeah. and then the the Stallions kick off April 15th. That,
1: that is going to. I mean, that, I'm fascinated to see how this all plays out with the two leagues and how they you know so so one of the revolve things revolve around each other they they're clearly in competition but one of the things
0: that's interesting is don't forget fox actually owns the USFL yeah. so fox and the nbc are the exclusive broadcast partners for the USFL but the exclusive broadcast partner for the XFL is espn so on some level it's sort of espn versus Fox and NBC with respect to broadcast rights. But right now the XFL has pulled in some quarterbacks from the uh, USFL. So the USFL has got to do some work to uh, to get some players out there on the field. Yeah.
1: Brock, this this next little tidbit here goes under the it's always better to be first. Yes. Okay? Oh, for sure. So on November 19th, 1969. Yeah. Alan Bean and Pete Conrad. Do you know who they are? Well, I I do now because of this, but I didn't know who they were. I didn't know. I had never heard. I don't think of either one of them. But yeah. I, it's fascinating. They were the third and fourth people to walk on the moon that we sent up there with the Apollo twelve mission. Yeah, everybody knows Neil Armstrong, all that. But uh, Alan and Pete were third and fourth, and I bet you almost nobody listening knows who they are. Well, here's and, th- and think about that accomplishment. I mean, what a small fraternity of oh. people that have walked on. The moon. Literally walked on the moon.
0: Now, here's the other thing. Uh, they're the third and fourth because they were the second vessel to actually land on the moon. You said Neil Armstrong was the first. But he was with somebody else who actually Went on the moon with him on Apollo 11 And I don't know who that is Wasn't it Buzz? I, I don't know if it was Buzz I don't remember who stayed in the Everybody knows
1: uh, Neil Armstrong Yeah,
0: I don't know I don't remember who stayed in the uh, the, the, the still oh, orbiting
1: uh, Now that is a You know, had to drive I don't know if they drew straws You know, yeah. how would you feel though If you got to go to the moon And didn't get to get out And uh, yeah. you the, But the pilot guy yeah. Was the one that didn't get to go Right And But so. uh, this was pretty cool too When Apollo 12 launched There was like a uh, the, the weather wasn't that great Yeah At the launch And uh, they it actually launched on November the fourteenth on its way up, but uh it was hit twice by lightning <laughs> as uh as it was making its ascent and uh they were really worried it had screwed up some, you know, sure. controls and all, but uh they were able to, to keep it going. So I just I thought that was kinda cool. Well recall, you know, I think we tend
0: to mistake or forget that computing capacity was tiny back then. Yeah. So I mean I I, I Geez, our calculators that we would use, that we could buy for 5.95 off of the uh, the rack at you know at, uh, uh, at Walgreens right now, had greater com- uh, capacity. I think to compute than what was on board that they were dealing with yeah and i mean well you know gosh in 1969 maybe you're watching star trek and you're seeing uh captain kirk talk on that flip phone you know flip phones were two generations ago for us in a personal computing capacity or computer personal communication capacity think about what this iphone can do uh that wasn't even thought of back in 1969 for these sci-fi things so yeah just amazing to think how they could take that technology that computing capacity and still get to the moon because people don't understand the complexity of all the calculations it takes to get from the, the the Earth to the Moon, because don't forget that the Moon isn't where it is right now in space is not where it's going to be five days from now in space. We're orbiting, yep. it's orbiting, we're orbiting the Sun. I mean, it's incredibly complex to think about how you're actually going to get to that destination.
1: That's amazing. Uh, that whole thing, uh, we need to get somebody on from the Huntsville folks too that actually built the rockets and oh, uh, for that sure. would be pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh hey, congrats to Wyatt General Contractors. They uh they finished or they're moving along on their West Blockton High School project, but uh they actually uh, finished up the Marbury High School edition they were doing. And I, yeah, I saw nice. that. I went to a football game down there earlier, oh, yeah. and they got the new wing of the school going. So uh, nice. I actually know what they're talking about on that one. That's a good one. But uh, congrats to everybody involved on those. You know, you've uh, you've
0: been on um, on board this uh, Las Vegas Formula One race. That's awesome. And, uh, I can't
1: quit talking about well, it. Well, I mean, it's, it's it really and, is. And the amazing thing, I'm not even like a huge race fan, but I just – the combination – of how cool that's going to look, and the cars, and the money that's going to pop in here. It's its on a completely different level. So we watched
0: them show out in Miami, and they really did an amazing job putting that one together. They've been in Austin, Texas for quite some time, and they have a great time in Austin, Texas. But this Las Vegas thing, the whole other nuts. And and the wind Resort in Las Vegas has just, per your article, has just released an incredible package. huh? Yeah,
1: they're throwing out, uh, you can pay them $1, 000, 000 one <laughs> at million at the win, okay? $1 million. Uh, they've got a package that you can take you and five of your friends with you. Uh, but $1 million we've been trying to figure out the value in this thing as we've gone, but, uh, this will you know, the race is in November. I think the actual big race is on the November 18th, but, uh, you could, you can go out there and they put all these high end kind of, you know, gimmicks or things together that you can do, but, uh, you'll be staying in a 5,829 square foot, two story, three bedroom suite at the Encore for four nights. Yeah. Okay. You and, and five friends. Yeah. But that suite, you get Butler service. There's a billiard room, a gym in there. And, uh, your own, I didn't understand this. Your upscale powder room. Isn't that yeah. just a bathroom? I don't I don't want to talk about that, but there's a there's a race ambassador. <laughs> what are they going to do to you in there?
0: Yeah, well, this I know this is yeah I, there, this is funny. You get your own race ambassador who will keep you supplied with dome Perignon, yum. I, I get you know if you yeah. happen to want champagne all day and caviar, and I'm sitting there thinking, does anybody eat caviar? How many people
1: there? eat caviar yeah. in the world? I mean, I, or am I just in the poor people category and can't can't ever have it? I've never had it.
0: I, ha- I have a feeling that the people who would pay one million dollars for a Formula One race package would probably rather have an endless supply of Pop Tarts than caviar. Oh man, I would
1: rather have the Pop Tarts yeah. for sure, but uh, when you're not you know when there's some downtime during sure. this weekend and you're out there they got uh, you can go they got you set up with a private spa thing, uh, big dining experience with their world famous chef in your room golfing at the iconic uh, wind Golf Club. Uh, it's amazing. And then though, this is where it started yeah. making me laugh a little bit. I mean, yeah. they're hitting you for 000, 000 a million dollars and they're trying to just come up with things to make it worth a million dollars. I think they ran out yeah. and then they said, well, oh yeah. And then we're going to give $10,000 of, of your money to charity here in our area. So yeah, they're just trying to fill the bad it, yeah. that is going to be, and we're going to give you some oranges or, yeah. <laughs> you know, or, I mean, like this seems like a really cool experience. Don't get me wrong. I, I, It would be awesome. But, How many people in the world have a million bucks though, for A four-day run. I mean, I guess a lot more than I think. I have to say, though, I can't see a million dollars in all these
0: things that we've described. I I see a lot. I mean, it's neat, but... A million dollars, a million dollars. I yeah. don't know about
1: that. That's a lot. Hey, congrats to the marching Southerners of Jacksonville yeah, State how University. This? How about this? They won the, is it the Dustler Trophy? Yeah. Uh, which is the kind of equivalent of the Heisman for marching bands. It's only given uh, once every two years. Yeah, they only give it. And they are the smallest university to ever win this thing. Yeah. But the, uh, what is this? Uh, all the generations of the band people came together over there at uh, Burgess Snow Field. To accept the, what is it? The John Phillips Sousa Foundation yeah. Trophy, which uh, that's that. a big deal, man. Yeah, that is a big deal. That's of all, all the bands in all the country. Yeah. And, and the they, Marching They Southers, took it home. Wow. That's outstanding. That's kind of cool. Good grief. Hey, uh, you had something in here about Black Widow. Right. Yeah, which is 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 kind of a cool story. They, uh, you know, it came out during COVID. This is one of the Marvel things. Disney put this out, mm -hmm. and it was a box office flop. Okay, it didn't do. Well, wait uh, a minute. That's not true. It it came out. No,
0: it came out around. No, 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 no. (laughs) This is the interesting thing. It came out around the COVID concept, right? So they ended up releasing it where it streamed. Yeah. So Scarlett Johansson sued them because they, they released it streaming. Oh, is that the one? It turns out it made $379 million at the box a office flop. off a delay.
1: Well, it's now yeah. like the number one yeah. Disney Plus streaming, so they're making money there for sure. Hey, I hear music. Who are you? Uh, I'm Tony Truett.
0: I don't even know anymore, man. Yeah, I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm. That is an LLC.
1: 205-313-6360. Did you know? Did you know hey I'm going to go back and say I'm oh, Tony Truitt with yeah. Truitt Insurance and Bonding well, truittinsurance.com check us yeah. out did you know Oh what did you what did you know that Dutch men for some reason are the tallest in the world they average 6 feet How about that did you know the British pound sterling is the oldest currency still in use with the silver coins Dating all the way back to 775. Did you know that Sorrel Brooke, who played Boss Hog on the Dukes of
0: Hazard, wore a <laughs> padded suit for extra girth, was classically trained as a Shakespearean actor, graduated from Columbia and Yale, and spoke five languages?
1: How about this? Did you know the electric chair was invented by a dentist? Oh, that I makes sense, didn't doesn't know it? That good grief, yeah. Did you know the city of Amsterdam
0: has 165 canals and 1,281 bridges to
1: cross them? How about that? I don't know if this is true. i got to look this up a little further, but it's a cool idea. Did you know Ohio DUI offenders must use yellow license plates? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that.
0: Good grief. Did you know that the Dutch own more bicycles per capita than any other country? Each person has 1.3 bikes. How about that? Yeah. Well,
1: hey, everybody, we appreciate you hanging in with us today. I know yeah. we got the late jump in, uh Listen to us on, listen to We're us We're going to be on, back live next weekend, though, for, for sure. sure.
0: TruettNewsRadio.Buzzsprout.com.
1: Yeah. Right? And uh, On Instagram. Everybody have a great weekend. LinkedIn.
0: Hey, folks, you got this. Listen, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on LinkedIn. Check us out on Instagram. We're everywhere. Check us out on Buzzsprout. We're feeling good about ourselves, for heaven's sakes. And we hope to see you live next week. And in the meantime, I tell you what, Birmingham, we'll see. We're out. Ross Matthews talks to celebrities, friends, and people with interesting stories to tell. Who's saying, hello, Ross, this week, Guy Fieri. I have these two crazy ants, and they both used to say to me, you should be on TV. That went on for years as I was, but I never took that. So when I got the shot of the Food Network, which I was kind of pushed by my friends to do, yeah. it turned into this thing, and
1: uh, I already did what I wanted to do. So I thought everything else was just kind of like, let's just have fun with it.
0: Hello, Ross, available on YouTube or wherever you listen.